Hey, you guys. Welcome to Divi Chat, episode 137, I'm pretty sure. And we are going to be talking about security and hey, backing it up. Oh, no. Why did you let the girls run the show? It's always an adventure here at Divi Chat. Today, we have an all-girl panel. How about that? I don't know that that, has that ever happened? I think so. I don't know, in a while, not been, it's been a while. I don't think since I've been on, so. Um, yeah, okay, so now that we've got, uh, well, I'll go ahead and let Miss Leslie introduce herself. Oh, hi, um, I'm Leslie Burnell of A Girl in Her Mac, and um, I am a designer and web designer, and you can find me at agirlinhermac.design. Hi, Sarah. Lovely. And Miss Sarah, who just woke up. Oh. Hey, guys, I'm going to sound a bit sketchy for a little while. I forgot to set my alarm, and uh, my kids came in at like, I don't know, five past seven. So here I am. Uh, Sarah Oates here with Endure Web Studios. You can catch me at endureweb. Uh, sorry, endureweb on the socials or endure.com.au online. Thank you. And I am Stephanie Hudson with Focus WP. I'm coming at you from Charlotte, North Carolina, where our weather is still lovely. No hurricanes yet. So we won't really get hit here, but uh, we'll get some rain. That's about it. But um, anyway, I was in Florida over the weekend and got sort of evacuated. My flight got canceled and stuff. There's a mess down there. Oh my gosh. And uh, I hope nobody's vacationing in the Bahamas this week because that's right. nightmares. And City. Tammy's in Florida, but she says that they should be okay. So right. So um, anyway, so today we are going to talk about security and backups. These are things that we talk about in part a lot of times. Like that stuff comes up all the time, and I'm super glad Sarah made it because we know she's a security fanatic. Even though we did just have a little two-factor blip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I couldn't because the because David's phone or um, I think I don't know if it's David's phone or Corey's, but uh, we needed them to message us the two factor thing so yeah. that I could log into the YouTube channel. <laughs> See, so. that's where like Sorry. the SMS thing is not like the SMS version of two factor. It's there's so many flaws to the system with that. I know. So. Well, a UB key wouldn't have done me any good either at that point because no, it wouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Anyway, so we're here now and. Um, one of the things that I wanted to say sort of uh, out of the gate about security is, you know, everybody talks about website security and it's like, you think HTTPS because that's the big buzz right now, right? So if we've got, if we don't have HTTPS on our site, the browser tells us not secure. But the thing is when you put HTTPS on it, that doesn't necessarily mean secure. So um, that's one of the things we want to clarify right out of the gate that HTTPS, SSL certificates, they encrypt uh, transmissions to the server and back from the front end to the back. So when things are sent, it encrypts that. But as far as your website itself, it's, it's a completely separate yeah. issue. So would either of you guys like to jump in and talk about, you know, what the, in general, like, what does it mean to have a secure website? Why this is important? I I, re I recommend Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. Um, I mean, that's such a big question, right? Like, 
Yeah. What is a secure website? I, I just feel like there are so many elements to that. So you've got like the person who- I would say almost just like in the context of this show, like what are we going to share today that's going to help these guys? Like, let's just sort of frame what we're going to talk about, Sarah. Don't go, don't go okay. like all enterprise huge. Like, let's just do that. All right. Okay. Well, I mean, on the two fronts, you've got the hosting and then you've got the website itself. So where your website lives, that really matters. So a lot of people, when they first get a website, they're like, okay, I just want to get the cheapest hosting I can because, you know, I can't afford very much. So I'm just going to like go to GoDaddy, get real cheap hosting, and then I'm good to go. Um, but the downside with that, which we've talked about a number of times, is the fact that if you go for really cheap hosting, firstly, you might have a really slow website. So it's going to give you more downsides than just security. But aside from that, they're going to stick your website along like on a computer with a whole bunch of other websites. And you don't know whose website that is. So yours could be sitting there alongside a porn website, alongside some other website that's completely <laughs> unupdated, alongside like, and on top of that, they could put like double the amount of websites they really should put on that little computer. And so you get the downside of your website is struggling against these things. They might put you on the same as some other website that has heaps of traffic. And so all the traffic is like being eaten up by that other website. And you're just sitting alongside there all trying to use the same resources. But the security side of that is firstly, how are they going at managing all of their security at a broader level? So do you trust them as a company? And aside from that, and at a littler level, if that um, if one of the other websites gets hacked and then your website is sitting alongside it, they can come in sideways to your website. And so the challenge for you is you have no control around that. You don't have any control around who you're sitting next to, how many people are sitting there. You don't know whether that company is really looking after those servers, if they're overloading those servers. So you like choosing your company is one of the most important things that you can do. Um, if you are scared, crapless about security and backups, we highly recommend WP Engine. Like if that is something you do not want to have to do, you either go to Stephanie and use her service or you go to WP Engine because if you're willing to pay the money for it, they will deal with all of it for you. They will do all of the security, all of the backups, and you don't have to worry about it. But if you don't have that sort of money, which most people don't, please don't go to GoDaddy and go on shared hosting. So that's, you know, that is 101 you need to choose a host that you're going to trust. So um, even if you're saving, like, if you, sorry, just want to interject really quick. Even if no, you're saving no, no, five to ten dollars a month, you don't realize how much you're really giving away for that. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So even if you still need shared hosting, so if you've got no choice about it, you cannot afford to have your own virtual private server or you know any of that kind of stuff. You've got two options. In that case, one option is to go to someone like any one of us um, generally provide this kind of service where you can come to us and we will put you on um, our hosting. So I have a VPS, which means that any of my clients, they are the only ones who live on my little land and I look after all of those ones. And if I don't look after it, you don't come in my little land. So that's a way that you can get it much more affordably. However, I'm going to charge you to look after it. So maybe it's not as affordable. I don't know. Um, but so that's one way. Or another way is you go to a company who's not going to screw you. So there are options around Site that Brown. are a misplant. Yep. A lot of people are really I, I happy with Site Site Brown. Brown. 
I, I, I would say 80% of the people I talk to who've used SiteGround are really, really happy. I had a horrible experience with them, but I would say 80% of people have been really happy. So don't like, I'm that 20%. So maybe I just had like, and actually I, I half wonder if it's an Australian thing because I was on the oh. Singapore servers and I just half right. wonder because everyone I've talked to from America loves SiteGround. Yeah, I do think that probably. I don't know. I just wonder. That could totally be. So you, but I'm most, almost all of the hosts. If anybody has like somebody that they love, there will be people who have had a nightmare. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, so if, for Australia, one, I, tons of people love, and I had my worst ever, like horrible. Uh, A2, but a ton of people uh, love them. Yeah. No, Talk me too. I, I got recommended them, went there and had an awful experience. Like I was with them for literally, I don't know, a couple of weeks. It was so horrible. So. <laughs> Same. Don't recommend them either. And we'll okay, put the so, affiliate link. Just kidding. <laughs> okay, so you've got to have a solid host. And then yeah. if you want to do managed, that's fine. But if not, let's talk about some of the options for um, for securing your site. So there are there are sort of two things too, right? There is monitoring and then there is action. So um, most of the ones that I know of and use monitor so manage WP is an example. That's what we use. And it, it monitors and it alerts you and you can set custom alerts so that you know what's going on, but it won't necessarily do anything. Whereas ones like, um, I don't know if Security does it, but Security and iThemes are sort of the two big names. Yeah, and WordFence as well. And WordFence. Right. I think of WordPress is slightly different, but maybe I shouldn't. I don't know. No, it's the same. Is it the same as what those things do? Because I feel like it seems yeah. like Slightly yeah, I actually different. switched from iThemes to WordFence. Oh, okay. What made you switch? Uh, I I was just having some issues with iThemes. It wasn't playing, surprisingly, it wasn't playing nicely with Backup Buddy, which is also their product. It's product. And so yeah. I was having, yeah, <laughs> so I was having all these problems with my backups. And so then if I did have to use a backup, um, iThemes would cause problems and I couldn't reload that back up and I just got to this point of saying this isn't working and so I actually ended up completely switching away so now I'm WordFence and Updraft. Plus. And do you do the, um, right. do the premium WordFence? I don't. I did at one point. So just before I went to WP Engine, I did. But that's when I didn't have very many clients and it was affordable. But I have um, up to 50 clients now and I just, like when I looked at the price of it, it was just ridiculous. And when I talked to my host, so I'm using a host in Australia in Queensland called Kinetics, which I highly recommend for people. Um, but the thing that they said to me is, look, the way that we have our server set up, you don't need the pro version. So as long as you set up two-factor authentication, we actually do the other things that the pro version does. So you can just get the free version, pay for our hosting, and then make sure that you've got your two-factor authentication and you've actually got the things. So the downfall is that I don't get um, with WordFence Pro, you get instant updates. So if something happens, like some big drama happens in the security world, they release those like fixes, fights, whatever it is, like they release those immediately for the pro version people and they release it 30 days later for the free version. So if something big happens, you're not necessarily getting the same level of protection for that 30 days, but so far <laughs> fingers crossed I run really good backups so yeah. far my host has been correct so yeah I'm on the free yeah, I also use free I use uh, WordFence um 
and Updraft Plus and Manage WP for backups also. And then, you know, posting backups. So yeah, I've got three spots for backups. Um, But I typically, I'm good with Updraft Plus. I've been using it ever since I've started my business. So almost seven years. A lot of people still use and love that. I, I, I used it a while ago, but I just use Manage WP. Some people don't like how that works but it works the way my brain works yeah. so I don't have any it trouble always work for me yeah, I've never even I tried, tried. Like, I've had the backups but I've never restored from managed WP but oh <laughs> so my gosh it's so I easy I love it but you know it's just a matter of workflow and stuff like that um so okay so I think that's awesome. a good point though right you should test your backups like I think a lot of people run backups and they don't necessarily test the process of what happens if something goes wrong and I have to use that backup and I think that's where people go wrong is then all of a sudden they freak out or it doesn't work. And they're like, oh, I didn't know I was running all these backups for all this time and they weren't working. So have a practice run of like reverting to last Restoring week. Restoring a backup. <clears throat> that was what I was going to say. It's, uh, I mean, has it happened to you? Like something bad yeah. happened and you couldn't get your backups back up, right? Never. It's never I, happened I, to has it Hasn't happened so to me. Managed WP, oh. I had an issue with, and iThemes, I had an issue with. I have never had an issue with Updraft Plus to this point. But that's not to say, like, try everything, find what works for you, find what you're really happy with, practice doing an update. It doesn't matter what you use, as long as what you use is functioning right. every single day and you can actually revert, you're fine. It doesn't matter what yeah. you choose. Like, we're not here to say one product is better than another. But just practice it, for God's sake. I had, um, there was, I want to say it was maybe like a very early updraft version or something like that, where you had to kind of have like another plugin to restore it or something. Does that um, they have a migrator add-on that you do need to have, but you can buy it separately. You don't have to buy their suite of plugins, which and yeah, I, I don't remember that. what it was. Yeah, if it, but it was a long time ago. This was like easily six or eight years ago. So it was... And I, I, it happened, like a site crashed or yeah. something bad. And I was like, no worries, I have backups. And I literally <laughs> couldn't restore it. No I, couldn't restore it. I, I thought I was like, I thought I had it. I was like so proud of myself. <laughs> and then it was gone. So and, good thing with Updraft is that you're literally, like as long as you're backing it up and you're putting it on some other server somewhere. So like I do one to OneDrive because I've got like one terabyte of, storage just sitting there so I do it to there as long as you have it there you actually have the whole files to your website so you have the database you have the uploads you have the themes and they're all in these nice little packages so the advantage with using updraft is that if you needed to you could actually do it manually like you don't even need updraft if it came down to it obviously updraft makes it way faster but if you needed to you could literally do a manual restore well, yeah, I do need to say um, with Updraft, and I just realized I, I did this the other day. I don't know if it's a default setting. I use Google Drive, and so everything since to my to my Google Drive. But I one of my clients, um, he, he was hitting his server limits, and I so I was looking into it, and they're like, "Well, you have all these backups sitting in there." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "No, those aren't supposed to be going there." There was a ton. Oh my gosh, there was a ton. Like it, he was he was this close to having to upgrade, and it was my fault because I totally just. So it, it, you know, always check that because, um, yeah, once you delete them from there, they, I've never seen them ever go back there. Um, so just keep an eye on that. <laughs> yeah. And saving your backups to your server, like maybe not the best right. place for them. <laughs> yeah. On a security standpoint, it's definitely not the smartest move. 
Right. And it's nice to have some redundancy too. So <clears throat> like in our setup, Manage WP, it, it saves it to like the Manage WP server. And then you can add on your cloud storage, whichever one, yeah, nice. whichever one you want, the Amazon servers or Google Drive or whatever. So <clears throat> sometimes, so I, I add on, we add on ours. And then sometimes a client wants to add on theirs as well. So they can add on and then they nice. have access to their own backups, which is nice. It gives them a little peace of mind, even though they would have no clue what to do with them. But yeah, it gives them a little peace of mind. Like it is good. Dollar, is it a dollar per site per month for backups? We've I don't know. I have all bundles and stuff. So I I'm think not, it is a dollar. dollar. I, I, and then once you hit to 50, I think then it caps at that point. I think it's something like that. I looked into it at one point and it did, I didn't go forward with it. But yeah, they have some I mean, good... When you're, <clears throat> when you're in the ecosystem, it's an it's a no brainer because it it works yeah. so great with all the other stuff too. But I don't know if I would pick Manage WP just for a backup solution. Like that's not right necessarily. Yeah. And it, but thing, it does but, offer so much more. So right, and it does do the security scans too, which is nice. And it shows if there's vulnerabilities and and stuff like that, which is good. You know, you get an email alert if something flags as vulnerable. The trouble is sometimes it's not actually a vulnerable. I mean, I guess I'd rather it be overly cautious, but sometimes it's right. like vulnerability. Your random plugin <laughs> updated. You know, it's like right. Like, like I know. <laughs> but like, speaking of updates, I mean, that's like one hundred and one on security is to keep everything up to date, right? That's like the easiest yeah. step of all of this. Like, keep everything up to date. And the other thing you need to be aware of is if you're using plugins that don't need updated because they are not being maintained, that doesn't mean that they're safe. <laughs> like if somebody has abandoned their plugin, it can easily become a vulnerability without putting a little red circle on it because they're not up there. You know, they're not telling you to right. like up, push an update. So, so WordFence word sends you an email if a plugin gets abandoned. And so either if it gets abandoned or if it gets taken off the repo. So if there is a plugin and it gets found to have really be really dodgy, there's this process that happens where when it gets reported correctly, someone will report it. Um, WordPress might look into it. WordPress will go and talk to the company and say, hey, we're taking your plugin off the thing because you need to fix this massive security issue. Maybe there's an XSX sort of thing that generally doesn't get like told to the whole market straight away it just gets taken off the repo and then they get an opportunity to fix it and put it you know resubmit it and then it goes back on the repo but in that process WordFence will send you an email and say hey one of these plugins you're using has been taken off the repo or is has been marked as abandoned because it hasn't been updated in a really long time so that's another yeah. reason that WordFence is great right yeah and um you can you can duplicate some of those things too. Like I've run WordFence with ManageWP sites tons of times. You know, certain things and overlap and it's I, not a great idea, yeah. but I think that works fine. Well, WordFence does more than just scans your website as well. So right. I think it is actually really important to make sure that you have something on your website that is a firewall. Um, so is actually acting in terms of rejecting people who are trying to do dodgy things with your website. So you don't want to just like catch it after it happens, but you actually want to have something that's defensively working on your website. Yeah. I know one time we did one of these plugins, um, David was recommending a few different, not David, um, someone was recommending like the, a few different plugins that people use in terms of being a firewall <coughs> and 
all these other things. I mean, I've found WordFence to be fine and that it does the job of that, but you do need to have something defensively on your website. Um, alongside that, I would recommend having a really good spam filter. So um, because, and, and two-factor authentication. So I just, I reckon you need those three things. You need to have a defensive um, security plugin. You need to have a really good spam filter, which you can use. A lot of people use a Kismet or a Kismet Pro. Um, I've been using Clean Talk. I don't know about for you guys. I've used Clean Talk. I've, I've mostly stuck to a Kismet um, just because I, I really don't get much spam I, or if any. Um, yeah, yeah. So I've, I've been using it for a long time, but I, I did and use Clean Talk for a while. I don't remember why I stopped. So um, on your forms, would you then use like capture, like recapture? Yeah, um, on on my clients, I actually don't have it on my site only because for the love of God, don't make me the way they look. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a design thing. I think they're so ugly. (laughs) So Clean Talk will replace recapture for you, so you don't need to do any sort of recapture if you use Clean Talk. So it is a paid service. and I would say 99% of the time I've had a really good experience with them. Recently, um, one of my clients got a little bit of porn <laughs> through their form, but they <laughs> like they acted very fast. So I like I saw it and it was <laughs> and I immediately um, emailed Clean Talk about it and within like an hour they had got back to me and it was all fixed so um it was fine but i would say 99 percent of the time that's been really good but if you don't have that then you need to have a kismet and recapture and there is recapture invisible so just like please use honey is it a whatever you can use honeypot except um gravity forms honeypot i don't know whether it's fixed now but for a little while gravity forms honeypot was causing issues on mobile on one of the browsers Mm. so just Test it on all the browsers, see if you can use Honeypot. So you need to have those. Um, and they help with your login form as well. So they they reject a huge amount of people who are trying to log into your website um, and hack your website, essentially. And then the third thing that you need, what was the third thing I said? 2FA. 2FA. Yeah, which we talked about last week. So go and see oh. me and Tim have a big fight about 2FA. <laughs> <laughs> No, two FA is really important, um, and I highly recommend. At least, if you feel like two FA is just too overwhelming and you can't deal with it, at least, at least, at least, do your Gmail account, which has access to everything. If someone pops your Gmail, they pop everything. So have a really strong password and have two FA for your Gmail. Have two FA for your Cloudflare if you're going to use that. Have two FA for your hosting, because essentially, if anyone gets into any of those things that's where all the havoc starts to happen. So have 2FA for all those things and then have 2FA for log into your website and don't ever log into your website at a public Wi-Fi location. Like if you do all of those things, that's a really good start. Yeah, that is good. Um, Oh man, something you said made me think something now I can't Oh, And manage WP because once you're into manage WP, you can log into any website anywhere. So just make sure you've got it. Don't need the two-factor. Something I I do get... Not not a lot, but I, I'll every once in a while I'll get um, an email from someone t- trying to tell me their services. Um, and you can, most uh, contact form plugins, I think on my site and right now I'm using uh, Caldera, but you can have them uh, include the IP address. And so I'll just go in, nice. even though they're not, you know, they're not, an, I don't know if they're really a spammer or not, but I'll go manually block them in WordFence using their IP. So yeah, nice. that's a good thing to do. It's kind of annoying, but... <laughs> That is a pain. No, it's a what's the idea. latest? What's the latest on um, like changing your WordPress login URL, things like that? I like doing that, and I feel like it reduced spam. 
uh, you know, and reduce like brute force because I make it something different on each site. But then I think it was maybe Tim said in one of the recent episodes that that he didn't think that 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 was that was like mixed things. I've read articles saying how it's helpful. I've read other things saying how it can hurt um, plugins. I stopped doing it. I did used to do that for a few clients. And then I don't know, I think I read some articles like, you know, that makes more sense. Let me just not do that. So now I just, it's the regular um, default, but I don't know. I, I don't know. How could it hurt plugins? Like something about how it, well, something in the HD access file or something. I don't oh, know. Okay. I didn't understand oh, okay. how to develop, but I was like, oh, okay. I did it back in the day when I was using iThemes and I just used to turn yeah, on all the features. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think that's probably partly when I had some issues. I don't do it now, um, but I was just watching Daryl Wilson had a video the other day about a you know a really easy way to do it, and I was watching that and I was thinking, oh, should I do that? Like, I wonder. Yeah, and and see from the perspective of my clients, find it confusing the WP dash admin. It is. It is. It's yeah. not like a I'm real not, friendly client friendly. And I thought maybe like an easier word would be better, but I like haven't endure. done it. At this point. And I have I used to put, put lightning in. <laughs> ah, nice. I don't know. I mean, I think I haven't had any issues to this point, right? Yeah, I and haven't either. Have people like trying to log into my website, but I feel like Clean Talk does and WordFence do a really good job of it. And I've I, like occasionally I'll get an email that says like you're having a large amount of attempts to log into your website, but they never get in and it's never an yeah. issue. So I don't know. I haven't, but maybe research a bit more and that's Try something that. to mention for for newbies. Um, when you know when you start using, if you're new to this and you start using WordFence or whatever, and you have all your alert notifications on, people will freak out. I, I freaked out when I first got in. I was like, oh my god, everybody's trying to get into my site. <laughs> that's just what gets going to happen. They're bots. Yeah. They're they're whatever. You know, they get sent out. Um, so don't don't freak out. Uh, I actually don't get those. I just turn those notifications off. I I just have <laughs> critical the critical ones on. Um, yep. But yeah, I, I freaked out at first. I, I think it's really easy to do that, but because you can get alert for every little thing. And I mean, I was getting like, bing, bing, like over and over. I was like, oh my God, who's doing that? Who, who cares about me so much? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do have one of my sites that like more than any, like by 20 times, they get pounded constantly. Wow. And it's never like, it's not even a site that updates. It's not, it's like a billboard site. It doesn't do anything dynamic really. There's, I cannot figure it out. It, I think it must, something must've triggered like from a previous website or something that was on that domain. Yeah. Cause man, they just get hammered constantly, but WordPress, WordPress keeps them all out, but it is not. Yeah. While we're on the newbie tips, obviously you guys, like we don't even need to say it, but like use good passwords. Don't use the yeah. same passwords, but you all know this. The real trouble comes when you're giving it to clients. So you got to educate oh, yeah. your clients and, don't you know, don't your name admin, all that stuff. Don't, right. Don't use admin. Yeah. Don't, you know, and like make them secure. Use things like LastPass or whatever. Don't make them readable. Make them random and super long. You're going to copy and paste it anyway. You never have yeah, to you can save it that in. <laughs> yeah. Don't and if that. you need to get it to a client and they feel really overwhelmed by it, you like you've got two options. One option, I mean, you can share it via LastPass. You can um, send it through iMessage because that's encrypted. You can send it through WhatsApp these days because that's encrypted. Although oh, that's I, nice. That's good to know. They did get um, hacked. So, And you don't have as much control around getting it deleted. But probably the easiest way is if you need to get the login to the website to the client and you'd been working with building as them kind of thing, 
I would just make a whole new user. So make a plan of action to just before you go live or just before you're going to give it to them, make a whole new user. And then you can reattribute, you can delete their user and reattribute that to the new user, for example. Mm -hmm. And then but where you have the tick, send an email to them. You don't even have to set a password. They get the email, they click on the link, they set their own password. I the think downfall with that is that works about 30% of the time. Like those emails never send <laughs> I don't know why, but oh, that's really? the best way. That is the best way. I just like, yeah. for some reason, fail. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> had a lot of problems with them. Yeah, I've never had it either. Really? Uh, man, yeah. me and Tom were just talking about that. Like they, just, <laughs> they never come through. Um, so the other thing that I was going to say is when you're setting up that account, like if they own it, they're an admin. Okay. But do they need admin access? Like, are you still sticking around? Or are you still going to be involved? There's, there's a whole strategy to the security of the users. I mean, yeah. you know, you have to have a level of trust. These are the people that work with you or, you know, like it, let's say you're the business, you're the website owner, you know, like who are you giving access to your site right. and do they need admin? Everybody doesn't. Most people don't need admin. So, you know, and I don't give admin to anyone. So all my clients just have edited access. And if they come to me and they're like, Hey, I'm an admin. Um, and I'd like to stay admin, then I, I have two options for them. One option is no worries. You can be hosted with my host, but just not on my VPS. That's fine. Like go for it. Um, I'm happy to manage it. I'm happy to update it. I'm happy to back it up. That's fine. But you're not going to live on my VPS if you you want to be an admin. That's fine. Um, and the Or the second option is occasionally I've had to make someone an admin because they need some sort of certain permissions, like someone who needs to be a shop owner, but they also need to like do events, for example. It's almost like you can't have the two things. And so you have to make them admin to allow them to have the access. So then I use, we talked about last week, but I use um, admin menu editor pro um, and then you can essentially you can knock out their access to a bunch of stuff so you can knock out the access to divi to plugins i don't give anyone access to the plugins area like just knock out all their access to the stuff they don't need and then i'm much more comfortable with them being an admin because they essentially can't do anything except the stuff i give them permission to do well now is that just... go ahead, go ahead. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I was going to say, it's not even always just the clients. Cause when I started out, um, you know, I gave my clients admin access. I didn't really think it was a big deal. And my client wasn't, she gave her password to somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> so her friend is putting in all these plugins. I'm like, what the heck is that? Yeah. So it's not even always them. Yeah. Sometimes they're just like, here, my friend can do it. <laughs> and I have had websites where they literally have, like, they asked for admin for some reason. It wasn't on my hosting. I was like, that's fine. You can have admin, whatever. And then they added four other admins. And I was like, why do these people have admin access? And they're like, I don't know. We just thought that they should have admin. And I was like, no, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, so that you're are not going to on my host if you're doing that correct are those people that are on your maintenance and stuff or is that just when you build a site you don't and get handed over you don't let them have well, admin right now i i okay, no longer yeah. host uh, i no longer um i have a few like longtime clients that i do hosting for but like if i were to take a client today i don't host for, with myself i'll give them my affiliate link and they'll get their own hosting just because i you know i'm not like sarah like i'm gonna know i know i'm gonna do this forever i i know i'm, I'm not so I, it's not, not my thing. Um, and plus I just personally, as a business owner, I just think they should have everything. Um, I don't know, but yeah, so it's not really anything I deal with anymore, but in the beginning, sometimes it was on my, on my hosting and I just, I just didn't know better. <laughs> I, and I, I get like the security risks for your hosting, but I even mean like, 
like Sarah, like, are you maintaining their site? Like you're, you're in an ongoing relationship with them where you're going to be yeah, still if I'm maintaining them site. for sure. Like if I hand the site over to them, I'll make them an admin. Absolutely. Okay. I was but, just curious. Like, I'm like, they no. be kind of and often they will keep me as a user. They don't always like it. Usually it, if they want to manage their website, it's because they can't afford for me to be doing it. So generally right. I train them in how to, you know, log in once a week, do your updates, make sure you're doing your backups, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But generally what I say to them is, hey, I'm taking a backup right now. Go away, do whatever you need to do. If you need to, you can come back to this backup right now if you need to. But most of them keep me as a user. And so if I need to, I can just log into their website anyway. But then they would be an admin for sure because they're managing it themselves. It's on their own hosting, whatever. Um, That's totally fine. But I will teach them how to look after it because they need that. Um, so we had, uh, let's see, has anybody been looking in the chat? We're, we're neglecting. Know, our I, didn't even open I don't I'm ever sorry. open it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I opened it and it played while I was starting the show today. Which is always. <laughs> I love when. The- sorry, guys, we failed <laughs> you. I know. Dumb uh, girl. <laughs> I know. Dumb old girl. So we got a lot of people doing, uh, let's see, daily backups with managed WP been a separate of C panels and all this. We've got well, WordPress, Updraft. How often do you really need to do it? Because I like I have some clients who, you know, they don't blog, um, they don't change right. their content very often. They're maybe on a weekly or, or monthly. Uh, my bloggers, I will do um, usually daily or weekly. It just depends on how often they blog. But um, but yeah, it's just, you know, everybody might. might yeah, I do daily, but like. Um, some of the really big sites I've just moved to Updraft has the new feature where they can do the um, incremental backups. And so I've just changed it to doing a weekly full backup and then daily incremental. And so it's just, if anything's changed, it will just back up that portion of it rather than everything. Cause like my property website is ginormous. And if it has to do a backup of it every day, like it takes a really long time to back it up. So I only do that one once a week now. And then it's been really good so far so you know i probably will move everybody over to weekly with incremental instead that seems good but oh and then then if you've got like if you've got a busy e-commerce site though you've got to go like every few hours oh yeah oh yeah some of your incremental stuff you know that's true you know because otherwise you got to roll back and you're losing tons of data and but I mean, hopefully, if you've got a pretty um, popular shop, you should be on some pretty badass hosting. I would hope. I don't know. <laughs> but even like so, um, WP Engine still is only daily backups. Hmm. So yeah, like I don't, I don't know what you would do there. Like one of my clients is with WP Engine, and he's got an online store. And sometimes we've just had to like, like oh. manually enter the orders. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. If we've had to do yeah. it, so Carlos, Carlos Turn brings up a good point. He says that if there's malware that got into your database, you you back up, you, you restore that, it's still going <laughs> yeah. to be there. Right? Yeah, that's right. You have to get like behind it. So yeah, and so it's hard to know sometimes when that happened. Right, it yeah. is. But like, like for this case, like even if the client isn't updating their site a lot, if it goes a month, and right. you don't know when, you know, then you, yeah. you're really jumping back. Yeah, so back um, anyway, that's kind of interesting too. Um, and how to get rid of malware and viruses could be a whole nother. You know, and, well, and to be honest, I, I feel like this is kind of a, I mean, it sucks to be hacked. It sucks when th- bad things happen, but I feel like this kind of stuff is just a live and learn kind of thing. 
Uh, not that I ever yeah. want something bad to happen, but you don't really learn until you got to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. So for me personally, like I haven't ever been hacked, but I kind of have a plan of action of what I would do. So the first plan of action of that I would do. <laughs> Leslie's like, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I assume at some point I will get hacked. Right? I just assume that's part of I life. I got hacked pretty at early some, on. So <laughs> at some point it's going to happen, right? Like that's just the internet. And so my general plan is I would try and go back to the very last backup I've got so the 30 days I would go all the way back see if it's okay and see you know because I I'm not going to know exactly where the malware is or whatever if that's not going to work I'm going to pay someone to do it I'm going to pay security they've got their service they're like clean my site service I would just go to security I would pay them whatever it is four hundred dollars you then get their services for a year with that website I would just pay it I would suck it up and pay it if it's all 50 of my sites crap <laughs> I don't know what I'll do then um yeah. but that is my general plan of action I would hope that my I mean my host has backups of the server so as like a first port of call I would probably ask them to roll the whole server back to a particular point but aside from that I don't know what I'd do if they all got hacked but I kind of assume that if it's gonna happen it'll probably just be one I was hacked in my first year enough. well but I was on a crappy host I was a fat cow um, fat cow shared hosting, which I actually just terminated my plan with them this year. I had some <laughs> on there. I was still paying for it, but yeah, I'm still this year. But yeah, and I had six, my first like six clients I had on there, and I don't remember which site it got through, but uh, we all went down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I learned. Real, I thankfully I, I did end up rebuilding four of them. Um, and I felt so bad that I didn't charge because I felt no, so stupid. No. I felt really bad. They weren't complex sites or anything like if I was starting out. Um, and it, it didn't take me months and months or anything, but, um, but yeah, I was, I was a total noob and I, you know, I chose crappy hosting. I don't even remember if I did backups. I don't think I did, but yeah, I, I learned a lot of things the hard way. Two, but I yeah. learned a lot of things <laughs> happened, including like, if that was me too, I would have like sucked it up, done it. And then right. I would have, uh, updated my contract immediately like that's what I've done I did yeah I did yeah I mean my clients knew like at, at that time I, I always told my clients like I've always, I've always mentioned on here I've been very transparent my clients so they knew I was new I knew they were new in their business so I didn't have anybody who I like hated me or anything but you know it was a, surely an inconvenience for sure but <laughs> yeah surely <laughs> it's good that they were nice to you about it though I mean yeah, yeah. like there's not much you can do right and I think you've just got to be as prepared as you can and accept the fact that at some point it may happen and kind of have that plan of, okay, well, I have my backups or my host can roll the whole server back if they need to, or I'm going to just go pay security. Like, you know, go and research security's services so that then you kind of, you just have it in your back pocket. You don't ever want to have to use it, but if you need to, like, or all else fails, just go and rebuild it. So I've had people come to me who had a hack site and they just wanted me to do a couple of changes. And I was like, oh my gosh, your website is like 100% hacked. And so in the end, I said to them, look, I you could go to this service to security or if you wanted, the person who built it before you didn't do it in a mobile friendly way or anything, why don't we just rebuild it? And so we ended up rebuilding. Rebuilding is nice. the safest option because right. you can start fresh so like if it comes down to it either security or rebuilding is your two options so they are options and if someone was ready for a rebuild anyway then maybe it's time to like do that yeah, maybe it's the universe yeah. telling you hey your site's ugly redesign it 
Yeah, exactly. But did it pretty fast and build it? And if you've already got the designs, you know what it looks like. The designing is half the battle. So once you know what a website looks right. like, it's Divi's fast. And they so. have their content for the most part. I would hope. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, I like I think rebuilding is always the safest bet. But if it was something that I couldn't rebuild or I didn't want to rebuild, I would definitely pay security. Okay, guys. So we've, I think we've hit this all pretty good. I think the only other thing that I did think about that I don't really usually do, but is not is is worth consideration, especially if you're moving to a new host where you're not sure, is to make sure your file permissions are set properly. Um, oh, yeah. you know, if you if you do a manual install, which I, I don't know who does that at this point, because all the hosts have the push button thing. But if you do a manual install, like the installation files stay there until you delete them. Or if you go in and it's like all the things are set to execute or even read, you know, you got to lock that down. Yeah. So once you get used to your host and how they permission things, and you may need to change them for development, and then you got to make sure you turn them back off. That would sort of be- and I A think lot of places have yeah. like a one button click fix thing for that. Like I'm pretty sure SiteGround had something up from memory where- Oh, okay. I don't remember. Like, there was a tick box thing and it would like fix all the permissions. And I know with Kinetics, so I'm with Kinetics that uses Plesk instead of cPanel. So it's slightly different, uh -huh. but they have like this really cool like WordPress area and it has like a security thing and you open it up and it shows you all the things that potentially on a server level would be better be, to be tightened. And then you can nice. like turn them on or turn them off. And so sometimes things will like cause issues. There was this hot links one that was causing all sorts of issues. So I turn that off, but everything yeah. else I just turn on. And one of them is like fixing the permissions. So like um, if you're with Plesk, definitely use that service because it's all a part of it and it's fabulous. SiteGround is cPanel for another minute or two. I, what is, is it? Ple they're not switching to Plesk, are they? I think it's another one. I don't know. Um, it's cPanel right now. I know I did get really an email good. recently, but I didn't even really read it. I, I They're should. switching to a whole new system because oh, wow. cPanel prices are getting jacked way through the roof. Yeah, so they've yeah. had a little demo on there that you can go and I think early adopters have, can get into that, the yeah. new. I think new a lot of people feel really um, overwhelmed by the idea of moving away from cPanel because it's all they've ever used. But I would, as someone who has switched, like, because I went to this host because someone recommended the host and it meant switching to Plesk and I was a bit nervous about it. But to be honest, once you adjust to whatever the new thing is, I think you'll find cPanel is super confusing unnecessarily. Oh, and yeah. there are other things that are And it far is usually a really ugly UI too. It's hideous. Wow. Yeah, it's terrible. Hideous. <laughs> so yeah, so don't be afraid of it. Like if if you need to switch, like whatever um, SiteGround's going to, I'm sure it'll be a good thing. Or if you're looking at a host and it's not cPanel, don't freak out about that. Like, don't let that be a deal breaker for you because cPanel is not the be all and end all. And like these guys are saying, like SiteGround are just changing. You don't get a choice. So yeah, don't be afraid if someone- i to read that email. <laughs> yeah, it looks nice. I took a peek at it. It's going to be nice. I used to be on Media Temple back in the day. Remember them? And yeah. they got bought out. Nice, nice t-shirts. Yeah, they had um they had like a really gorgeous interface and it was so easy to do so many things and then to so to switch from that to the yeah. cPanel ones was like ugh, it's so ugly but then you know you just get used to whatever you just figure out the things that you use and yeah, yeah. the main it, thing so. is don't be afraid if it's not what you expect it to be don't let that be a deal breaker because sometimes it's a good thing yeah so um, 
I think we've we've pretty much hit everything. I don't know if we want to do final thoughts in a second. I know because us girls can handle it, but uh, we have no Pablo in the chat today, guys. So what? Miro, nobody Miro, telling y'all to smash that like. Mira steps up, got <laughs> the hammers in the chat. It's time to smash it, smash those buttons, and um, again, hit hit us up with um some topic ideas. Oh, we need some it, topics. This topic was a uh, um was requested by Josh Rarback. I can't, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. He's one of the Divi chat buddies. He's in the in the live chat a lot, and he's over in our our focus group and stuff. He's a great guy. So, um, you know, hit us up. We're we're open. We don't have a ton more on on deck and we just sort of make them up if, if we don't hear from you guys but we're happy to talk about things that you want to hear so give us some ideas and then carlos responded to our facebook post today telling us one of the backup things that he uses which i never said on the air and i promised i would he uses wp vivid you mentioned it in the I chat you guys were talking, talking about it yeah wp vivid is what he uses he used to use backup buddy i think he said so anyway, we appreciate you guys interacting with us. We love having you in the live chat. Um, sorry, normally I'm a little more active in the chat, but I had a lot on my mind. I'm he's not here. He's the leader of the pack. No, it's tricky. It's tricky. David does it so, he makes it look easy. No, he just doesn't. <laughs> 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 he's spaces so, anyway. out. Good <laughs> Do you guys have any final thoughts? Um, um, just I, I have them. And you've tested them. That's it. And don't. Oh, your backups? Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, and security. Like, just have them and then, like, actually look at what's going on and read the emails that come in. Don't just ignore the emails that come in. Like, actually read them and go, okay, that's, you don't have to freak out when they come in. You just read them and you'll start to see a pattern and you'll start to understand it. And then go and look at the dashboard and see, like, how many things are being blocked. And, you know, like, spend some time with that. And, have your your updates running and then restore to last week as like have a practice at it make sure you feel confident have a plan for like if or when i get hacked what will i do how do i go about it don't be afraid of it and That's my it. final thought is if if you get hacked um start a new job um, <laughs> no, <laughs> don't be too hard on yourself if it, it happens yeah. to a lot of people um everybody started somewhere so yeah, born right. knowing how to fucking do it. Sorry, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. Like, don't, yeah, it's like, we're all learning, right? And we're all stuffing stuff up all the time. And all we can do is learn from our mistakes and try and make it better the next time. Like, that's all we can do. And that's what Divi Chat is about, is about us sharing our mistakes that we've made because, you know, we didn't have Divi Chat when we started. So we didn't have someone saying, this is the mistakes they've made. So that's our goal here is to share our mistakes and hopefully you don't have to go through some of the hard things that we've gone through. Exactly. I think you guys covered all of it. I think that was such a great finish and we will see you guys all next week. Don't forget to hit the like button and subscribe and hit the bell. So, you know, when we're live at approximately seven minutes, approximately after hour. <laughs> once I wake up <laughs> and crawl out of bed. We almost had to cancel today, y'all. Why do you have to? I'm like, so glad I was, you woke up, Sarah. No, no I but I couldn't cancel again at the last minute. I know. Do you guys finish our savings so thing? Because it'd be What's really that? nice if the time changed. <laughs> Mind you, it'll probably change to like 6 a.m. We can, right? Uh, All right, you guys. Peace okay. out. Bye. Bye. <laughs> almost, almost went off tangent there.
I know. Sorry. October, October 9th. It's going to change to 8 a.m. Do you know how exciting that'll be? Yay! So, okay. And then yeah, it changes I don't know, to y'all. 9 a.m. in November. Hey, that's oh my far away. <laughs> November will be fabulous. <laughs> I can't. Oh, I haven't seen you in so long. How are you doing? No. Yay. It's very exciting. I'm going okay. Are you going great? Yeah. Yeah, doing? things are good. Not much. Just working and doing my own little side designs. Just my. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you selling them or anything like that? Uh, not yet. It's not open yet. My my st- shop is pretty much ready to go. I've designed the store and we'll yeah. all that. But just it's my t shirt designs and all that, I'm still kind of working on. But yeah, it's fun. I'm trying to learn Procreate. It is so much harder yes. than I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah. They're hard. I don't know. It's hard for me. But yeah. I'm getting back into Illustrator. So it's all right. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I, I have big plans to like learn how to draw on my iPad and I just haven't yet. <laughs> Not at all. Yep. Anyway, I should get a coffee. Yes, wake up. Bye, Sarah. All right. Bye.